Hi guys, we're your hosts Jillian and Kaylin, and this is Teach Me How to Adult, a podcast on all the things you never learned growing up, like how to buy a home, manage stress, crush your love life, land your dream job, and how to love yourself more, because we could all be a little kinder to ourselves. We're still figuring out how to get our shit together, so we're calling in the experts and the hustlers for some real talk and legit tips on how to live your best life. Adulting isn't easy, but we got you. Hi friends, welcome to this week's Quickie, our super fast take on all the adulting things that matter to you. If you're new to the show, thank you so much for being here. We are just so excited to have so many new listeners, so many great benchmarks that have happened in the past month. We've been hitting top 30 podcasts in Canada throughout the month, number two in education in Canada. So it's very exciting and we're we're really happy you're here. Thanks for listening. And it's very fitting because today we are talking about side hustles and entrepreneurship, which is exactly what this podcast is for us. Yep. And it's super relevant because apparently gig workers represent more than one in 10 Canadian adults nowadays and about 20% of millennials. It's a huge chunk of the population. So today we are passing along our hard-earned wisdom with eight of the most important lessons that we learned launching our own business. And before we dive in, first and foremost, the number one takeaway that you can get from this episode is that you just have to launch before you're ready because the hardest part is always just starting. Yeah, and we were so guilty of over planning and just over prepping before we actually hit record and started this podcast. Oh my God, we did everything but record. Literally everything <laughs> but. So seriously, our biggest advice is to just start and launch when you have enough in place because TBH, you're never going to feel totally ready ever. No. No, you'll still, you'll be waiting for the rest of your for life. eternity. We yeah. literally would still have not launched if we waited for like the most opportune moment because we actually launched the week that all of North America went into lockdown yeah. um, at, the, at the beginning of like peak COVID. And we were like, oh fuck, should we just not launch? Should we hold off? Should we wait till COVID's over? Lol, we'd be <laughs> launching in 2050 at this rate. So thank God we didn't wait and we just decided to make the best of it and just launch with what we had. Yeah, and honestly, the best way to see your business thrive is to launch and pivot versus over plan and delay and delay mm-hmm. and delay. So here are our top lessons and takeaways to help you turn your big idea into a viable side hustle or business. And just so you all know, like this started as our passion project. We always built yes. it to be a business, but it really was a passion project and it has now turned into a real side hustle and a real business we have a business account (laughs) and ultimately we would love for it to be a full-time business so your business can go through many different iterations like ours has but the first thing you need to know is getting clear on your mission your value proposition and your consumer is so 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 important Mm -hmm. and you like us might be thinking well there's so many millions of podcasts out there or online retailers or you know manufacturers service providers why should I do this like what's my place in all of that But if you understand your why and the value that you specifically bring and why you're doing it, you'll see that you're going to bring something to the table that no one else does. No one else there is Kaylin Michan. No No one else there is doing this podcast right now (laughs) holding their baby. You know, like this is you have something special to bring to the table. So don't doubt that and just get really, really clear on what the value of what you can add is and what sets you apart. And then when you're clear on that, write a mission statement so that you can sell yourself very concisely in a one minute elevator pitch that will help everyone understand why this is a kick-ass idea. That's what we did. I remember sitting in bed at Mm -hmm. my cottage, writing a mission statement, and we were just so pumped because we knew exactly 
who we wanted to be and exactly who we were serving. Yeah, and that's key too. Like who is your audience? Like who's your consumer? We literally made personas of who they were. We had specific friends of ours in mind that we were talking to and it just gets you a little bit clearer on who exactly you're talking to so you can sort of niche down on what they want to see and how to reach them. What platforms are they on? All of these things matter. You need to know the demographic you're hitting. For sure. So you can ask yourself questions like, how old are they? Where do they work? What do they care about? What do they do for fun? What are they spending their money on? Like, These are all things that you're going to want to know about your target audience. Yeah. And speaking of people, networking with people is so, so important. People who have already been there, people who you want to go there with. We talk about it all the time, but all of the people who have helped us along the way We're so, so grateful. We've gotten so much advice from inspiring people in the industry. And we are just amazed by the incredible guests that we were kind of scared to reach out to Mm -hmm. before we even had a podcast that was live. And they all agreed to be on our show before we even had a show. And it's a testament to believing in yourself enough to reach out to these big industry experts and leaders Mm -hmm. because you never know what will resonate with them. So don't be afraid. Reach out. I'm working on another side hustle right now. And it's this awesome event that we're trying to bring to Toronto. And we've reached out to like world famous astrophysicists who have disagreed to work with us. We've reached out with people who are renowned in the arts communities who have given us their time and met with us. And every time we reach out and we get a yes in return, it's a reminder of how many opportunities there are if you just network. So cool, man. And then another thing you're going to want to do is get your financial shit together and take your company structure seriously. Like you're going to want to act like a big deal from the get go. Mm -hmm. And this is something we did really well, but also made a few mistakes on. So (laughs) learn from us here. But essentially, from the very beginning, you're going to want to figure out how much money you'll need to start your business. So you're going to want to account for all the hard costs, equipment, anything that you need to get started and just get really honest with yourself about how much money you want to invest at the beginning. Yeah. Because it takes money sometimes to make money and you're going to want to set some budgets and make sure that you can follow them. Next up, you're going to want to get your banking stuff figured out, your legal docs in place and your company structure, which is where we made some mistakes. (laughs) Where we fucked up a bit. (laughs) Yep. So do you need to incorporate? Are you going to be a partnership, sole proprietorship, whatever it is? We didn't nail this from the get-go. We incorporated right away, spent a ton of money unincorporated I had to pay taxes on it it was just like a shit show so just learn from us it was yeah. a bit of a work take the progress. time to do your homework yeah. before you get super excited and pull pull the plug yeah uh teach me how to add pull the trigger ink. sounded yeah. really good uh, it felt right for it a felt, hot minute felt about yeah. but now we know and now we can pass this valuable information on to you and then you're also going to want to figure out your target revenue and your pricing model So what are you going to aim to pay yourself and how much are you going to reinvest in your business when you do make some money? Like these are all important things to think about. And it can be hard, like pricing products can be hard because there's such a sweet spot between being really affordable and approachable, but maybe you also want to be in like a luxury market and you still want to have like a lot of value associated with your project. And for labor specifically, it is really hard to price your own service and your own expertise. And as a freelancer, I have to do that constantly. And it's, it's very tricky to do even for this podcast we had to create pricing structures and models for sponsors and for advertisers and creating like a monetary value that represents everything that you do to make something happen is really hard hard. but do not sell yourself short I am begging you because you can always negotiate down with someone if you've quoted yourself beyond what they can afford and you can decide what feels right but 
going up after you've underestimated yourself is hard and it takes time and don't sell yourself short like just because you're just getting started doesn't mean you don't have a ton of value to offer so price yourself fairly and kiss that imposter syndrome goodbye you deserve to get paid for your work bye bye agreed get that bag Woo! Woo. Next up, this is our this is our jam. This is our favorite. You are going to want to <laughs> invest in branding. I think we put more effort into branding than we did actually like making a podcast. It was so fun. It was so friggin' fun. We launched like we were a design agency. Literally. And we took it really, really, really seriously. We interviewed different design agencies to like come up with all of our look yeah. and feel. But we were so <laughs> particular. We knew exactly what we wanted. We put together Pinterest boards and mood boards, finding you know, all of the types of fonts, the styles, the key colors that we really loved and that we wanted to incorporate. And then we ended up just hiring a designer who was able to bring that to life with us. And we set it all up so that we could continue to manage it in a cost efficient way using Canva. Mm -hmm. So whatever works for you, we got our logo design off of Fiverr for like not much money. So whatever works for you, it doesn't, you don't need to blow the bank on this, but is that a thing? Blow the bank? Sure. Yeah. Blow the budget blank. You can blow the blank. (laughs) Blow a, blank. Blow, blow a blank oh don't blow blanks <laughs> that wouldn't be good yikes or would it maybe Depends i mean situation. for me right now yeah maybe I'm honestly for me too <laughs> pivot is it when we're talking branding we're talking about anything that's audience facing a beautiful website great social assets beautiful design that just captures people's eye and captures who you are so colors fonts and images that define the look of your brand and convey a feeling that you want to communicate and how how you want to make your audience feel and that's going to be recognizable across everything you do so make sure you're always consistent with your branding across your business in your social online in store on your packaging business cards everything should be recognizable because as a podcast when we're scrolling through apple podcasts we're not reading any names we're looking at the artwork and i'm like yep there's glennon doyle's podcast there's armchair expert there's Mm -hmm. skinny confidential yeah there's bird's papaya so that's all branding and it makes you so easily identifiable and it really 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 matters so just yeah pick your focus and your personality and how you want to convey yourself and your how you're going to speak to your customers once you establish that you will know how to engage with people and they'll know how to engage with you yeah, branding is a really fun part. So have fun with it. Yeah, it, it should be fun. It should be really fun. If it's not fun for you, it probably means it's not for you and maybe outsource it. Yeah, and, and which is totally doable. Next up, you're going to want to create a launch plan. And this is really, really, really important because once you launch, you're going to want to keep going without falling behind. Yeah. So when we launched, we had about six episodes pre-recorded because we wanted to bank enough content so that, you know. We're not running always, just trying to catch up. So that might look like having enough product or inventory, whatever it means for your business. Totally. Then you're going to want to have like a really rich social influencer or email marketing plan so that you can create buzz and get noticed once you do launch. Yeah. We really focused on our social before we launched because we wanted there to be some validity that if you heard the podcast, there was a place you could go that was already established and built up. You can do your own like cheap PR too. Like you can reach out to media outlets, reach out to any contacts you have, try to get coverage, like any sort of earned exposure that you can get. Like don't, we're not David Rose doing a soft launch. We're doing (laughs) a big, hard launch. (laughs) We're going hard. We're going big and hard. Another thing you're going to want to do is get your face out there because people want to know who's behind the business. Mm -hmm. And we got better at that. We could probably still get better at that. It's a work in progress. It's a work in progress. It's hard. But 
people respond more to like the humanity behind businesses. So put yourself out there. Let your yeah. story be heard. And also get your friends and family to support you on your launch day. Like get them to pimp you out on social, email, LinkedIn, get them to attend your launch party and bring all of their friends. Like this is a moment when you are allowed to ask everybody in your life to show up and to like shout from the rooftop. And be there for I am you. so grateful. So many of my friends have gotten their friends, their like colleagues to subscribe to the podcast and thank God for them. Cause those were probably for the first few months, the only downloads we were getting was from our friends and friends of friends. hundred percent. And that's how big <laughs> businesses do it too. Like we love the scam. We're big mm-hmm. fans and the skim founders were saying in a podcast I was listening to that they launched their epic newsletter by signing up hundreds of their friends and family for their newsletter being like, I'm signing you up and you're going to get it. And that's just what it is. I love that. So that they started with, you know, a launch of hundreds built into it as opposed to launching with nothing and hoping that eventually people would catch on you and your mom (laughs) yeah yeah love that which also leads us to our next point learning how to self-promote because this was always hard for us but you really do have to be your biggest brand champion and that's exactly what the skim did and now look at them yeah you have to take yourself seriously or no one else will it's true and your friends aren't going to find it icky or like whoever's following you on instagram they're going to be like oh shit like you're doing cool things yeah you may even get more customers because of it so, Absolutely. Yeah. If I can post about my hike and my salad, I can also <laughs> post about the business I'm working on. Exactly. You're also going to want to set reasonable expectations and metrics to avoid disappointment. It is important to know how much on average in your industry you should be expecting to see during your launch week or your launch mm-hmm. month. Like how much product should you on average be moving? How many courses should you be selling? Like how many podcast downloads can you expect to be having? Because knowing these metrics really saved us from like, potential devastation which could lead to like throwing in the towel being super disenfranchised by the whole thing you don't want to give up on something that means a lot to you just because you had completely unrealistic expectations of like what you could achieve yeah so know those metrics and those are just like the starting points so you can see how much more effort you need to put in how much more advertising dollars maybe to get to hit those marks mm-hmm. and then you can surpass them and create new benchmarks This is another really important one. You should also be nimble and open to feedback because you might have to pivot. Like when we first launched, we were a weekly podcast and we had full-time jobs and then COVID hit and we- Life was fucked. (laughs) It was just pure madness and we burnt out and we had to pivot and we went to bi-weekly and since then it's been- perfect for us and even right as we were launching we had to pivot because we had to switch a lot of our episodes out that were like you can't talk about like dating and business lunches when everyone's locked down at home not allowed to leave so you might have to pivot your strategy you might have to pivot the content or the product and that's okay just stay flexible yeah and you can also take feedback too from like your audience or your customers other business owners and your friends like this is no place to have an ego we've had tons of friends give us feedback our network's given us feedback and it's just making us better so yeah we're grateful for it you're use feedback as data points and and as fuel a hundred percent and last but definitely not least probably the most important thing we have to say is don't just quit I mean, mm-hmm. and also don't burn yourselves out like we yeah. did. But these things take time. I feel like we just societally expect instant gratification, but there is no such thing as an overnight success. This shit will take a long time. If you're not getting the numbers you want immediately, take tough feedback and let it guide you. Because I promise you, we are a testament to the fact that your big breakthrough could be right around the corner. Yeah. And when we were like peak burnout, sat down and had a meeting and we're like do we keep doing this are we getting the results we wanted and is this even manageable and then we're like Ooh. right after we decided to keep going 
we got picked up by a network and everything changed. Yeah. But mm-hmm. we just today looked back at our 2021 goals and we realized that we surpassed our goals for the end of 2021 by a tenfold. The Literally metrics we tenfold. hit were 10 times what we our goal, what our ideal scenario was. So in the moment, you might just be like grinding it out, being like, fuck, I'm burnt out. Is this even worth it? I don't even know. But one day you're going to look back and be like, wow, we did it. So don't give up. Good things take time. So we hope that this episode inspires you all to take the leap and launch your next big idea. And just remember, the key is to just start and just keep learning as you go. A hundred percent. And if you guys have businesses that you just started or side hustles or something you're about to start, please hit us up on social. DM us with your business. We want to feature some. We want to check them out. Comment with what your small business is. And we just can't wait to see what you all are doing. You got this. Woo! You can do it. You can do it. So there you have it, guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you like what you heard today, it would mean the world to us if you would subscribe and leave a comment or a rating. And we'd love it if you would share this with your friends by screenshotting the episode and sharing it on social by tagging at Teach Me How to Adult Podcast and DM us with any topics or guests you'd like to hear on the show. See you next time. Bye. Bye.